0: Hey and hello! Welcome to Nordic Insights, where I introduce you to high-achieving Nordics and Nordic-inspired people with niche expertise in business, lifestyle, education, innovation, tech, travel and more. I'm your host Satu Raunola, a Finn, passionate about all things Nordic, as well as yoga, running, sustainability, well-being and great coffee. Listen in for some tips on Nordic approaches to a happier and more holistic business and personal life. Join me to explore Nordic common sense and trends in this complex world. This podcast is delivered to you every Wednesday. Welcome to Nordic Insights. How do you build an award-winning travel destination for a niche segment? My guest, Christina Guckenberger, the co-founder of Stockholm LGBT, has 25 plus years experience in creating successful award-winning marketing campaigns for the city of Stockholm. We discuss her successful career progression and what have been the winning strategies for Stockholm to make it one of the most diverse and inclusive destinations in the world for the LGBT community. Let's welcome Christina. Hello, Christina. Good morning to Stockholm. Lovely to have you here as my guest.
1: Hello, Sato. It's wonderful to
0: connect with you. So, how are things in Stockholm? You are turning into autumn, and uh, the winter is not there yet, but um, the autumn should be very lovely in Stockholm.
1: The autumn is my favorite period in Stockholm because of the colors. The, the, this particular very, not dark blue, but very intensive blue sky and all the colors on the trees. But we are heading towards winter and uh, it's getting colder.
0: Well, autumn has been also my, my favorite time. First of all, if you can tell us, our, our listeners, a little bit about yourself and your background.
1: Well, I'm born and I'm living in Stockholm, the capital of, of Sweden. And I've been working with uh, hospitality and marketing my whole life, almost over 30 years. And uh, my first job ever was actually looking after uh, 4,000 U.S. and Canadian Boy Scouts when they visited Stockholm before going to a jamboree in uh, Norway.
0: Oh my goodness, that's a handful. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, yeah that was a handful i can tell you that was (laughs) hard work four thousand boys (laughs) but it was a lot of fun and i learned a lot actually and uh, another memorable work i had it was that uh, ericsson the phone company when they celebrated their hundred years the hundred year anniversary they invited people from their most important clients from all over the world and we had to set up you know a full program uh with interesting things to do and take care of them that was a bit different from the boy scouts but it was i can tell you much harder work being passionate about my hometown stockholm uh, i really wanted to work with with the city so then i started to work with um, the the marketing organization for the city today it's called visit stockholm and uh, doing different marketing projects and um One of the first things I did was to be part of creating and uh, developing a press department for Stockholm to be more visible within the international media, travel media, of course. And um, uh, I would say that our big breakthrough uh, came for Stockholm when we were the European culture capital in 1998. That meant a lot for Stockholm, you know, spreading the word about our capital.
0: Mm, It was very successful, wasn't it?
1: Very, very successful. And I think for Destination, that was a really good thing back in the days, to be a cultural capital, because you had a lot of focus and interesting media that wanted to come and and spread the word. And Stockholm has, you know, always been perceived as best during summer times with, you know, with the very, very light uh, nights, the long, long days. So we have a lot of visitors during summertime. And when I got the opportunity to join a team, and we, our mission was to only focus to market Stockholm for the winter period, for the off and shoulder seasons. So we did that for three years, and that was also uh, a big change for Stockholm because from that time on, we are really uh, all year round city break uh, destination. Yes. So that was also very interesting, and after that, I got. Um, I was the marketing manager uh, also within Visit Stockholm for the southern uh, Europe, for Italy, Spain, France was my markets, as well as Russia. So I did a lot of traveling. I met a lot of people. And uh, it was during one of these trips on a fair in Italy, actually, where I met uh, colleagues that worked and targeted the LGBT travelers. And I thought... This is what I want to develop for Stockholm, mm-hmm. because Stockholm is the perfect destination for LGBT traffic Yes, as our core values are to be open, uh, welcoming, diversity, and respect. Yes, so, you know, it's it's one thing uh, to say that you are gay, welcoming. It's a totally other thing to be part of the global LGBT community. Mm. I started to talk with my boss and say, "This is." Really, something that we should do. It will strengthen the branding of Stockholm. We have to do this, and it's also a very interesting target segment because uh, the, the, the LGBT traveler. There are so many surveys that they are saying that they are very affluent travelers. Yes, they uh, they are also very loyal consumers. They have repeat visits if they like a place, and they are also trend uh, So. It it is in many ways a very interesting segment to target. Mm. So in 2005, I was able, I got the go ahead to start a project uh, called Stockholm Gay and Lesbian Network. The mission and the aim was to have partners within the travel industry in Stockholm that would put up with time and, of course, also money to build up like a platform of know-how. Uh, to make um, uh, marketing strategies and communications so i was able to get uh, you know starting maybe with 10 partners but uh, growing up to 30 35 partners uh, within hotels restaurants attractions of course the stockholm gay uh, community we had airlines working with airlines
0: was it hard to first of all Get, get the go-ahead, how long did it take you to, to do that? And also from from your management and so buying from stakeholders. So how, what was that uh, experience uh, like for you?
1: First of all, I had a hard time to get a go-ahead to start a project because, you know, we are spoiled living in countries where you respect other people for who they are. And, and they didn't understand why should we have a marketing project targeting the LGBT traveler because everybody is welcome here. Everybody. But the thing is that I always said, it's it's not where you have to think. It's not where you're going to. It's where you're traveling from. What do this travel group have in their you know backpackage? What, what do they have? What, what do they bring? Maybe they come from countries where they are not respected. Maybe they come from countries where they can't be and show their love for who they love. So it's very, very important to Uh, understand where the traveler travels from, where they come from. And also, um, no, I didn't Mm -hmm. actually have a problem with partners. I mean, you have to build slowly because it's also, uh, I have to show what I can deliver, that I can handle a project like this, that I can set goals and deliver on goals. But it's, um, I would say, it's not everybody could join the project. I really wanted to have products that could deliver for the segment what what the LGBT traveler are looking for, and also one very important point was that uh, we had like we call sensitivity trainings. I had trainings on do's and don'ts uh, to think about when you welcome gay travelers uh, it's not that I mean the gay traveler they want to have what all travelers want they want to feel safe, they want to feel comfortable, and there are you know easy to, to make them to say something that you don't mean, which is a bad thing, but, but you put a question so th- the guests can feel uncomfortable. So th- the sensitivity training has been also very crucial, and that was also very important that my partners took part in the when we had these symposiums and sensitivity trainings.
0: For for that, you had to do a lot of research, obviously, to, you know, learn yourself all this. So how did you go about finding all this information and and doing the research?
1: The research was more uh, when I travelled, you know, and met people. Because in the beginning, I was still handling the Southern Europe and Russia market. And I met a lot of people, you know, in the travel industry. And um, many of my colleagues were LGBT. Within the Rainbow family. And I learned a lot from them, you know, how they experienced when they travel, also in work. And, um, but my passion and and my really what I really my passion was that Stockholm is the perfect destination because we have these very, very important core values. And that was the thing that I built the project Mm. from the Mm. beginning. And also, you should know that um, also with the partnerships, many almost all of my partners, they also joined the project because they understand that it was business. They could have business, of course, but it was also important for their branding, not only uh, towards clients coming from all over the world, but also for the people internal, for the people working there because they have a lot of people that were within the community. And it was important for the company to show that we we stand behind you we are proud to welcome LGBT travelers and we are proud to be within the whole you know a- an ally to the LGBT
0: yeah so segment. there were many reasons that your selling points where you know that, that provided totally new opportunity for the city but also totally new opportunities for all these companies and suppliers that are were part of it to show yeah. you yeah. know the care and and whole corporate social responsibility angle of it so yeah that's very interesting
1: yeah you should know it's also difficult to you know you you have you have goals you have set up goals uh, and you have a budget to work with and and for the lgbt uh, uh, you know usually you say oh we have x amount of hundreds of thousands coming from france to stay to spend uh, uh, three days in stockholm but you can't measure if they are from france and lgbt people you don't do that kind of of Mm. statistics so that has also been uh, difficult uh, for me also you know when it comes to partners how can I how can I prove that we are doing a good job and that
0: we are successful with the segment
1: so we had to find other kinds of measures to to develop
0: yes so because it's never-ending cycle of of utilizing new technologies and um, strategies and search optimization, advertising and promotional campaigns. So it's it's very challenging, and of course, because the the travelers, are, you know, they're changing a lot. The 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 market is shifting a lot. So I'm sure all this this time that you've developed it has um, a lot of things have changed, of course, as well. I'm sure.
1: Of course. When, when Stockholm started in 2005, we were one of few cities that really did like marketing activities specifically towards the LGBT travelers. And we were the only one that had built up like a partner network working so very closely with the travel industry to have this long term commitment. In the beginning, I had like, you know, I had to work like one year with one a budget for a year and, and you didn't know next year, oh, you have to start again to get your partners on board. But the thing was that the project grows so much. So in the end, uh, Visit Stockholm, my bosses, they said, no, this is very important. We do this three-year project and this is what you can do full time. So, you know, in, 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 because we were so we were so successful, actually, also that there were so many partners that
0: really wanted to be part of the project. So how did you how did you measure your success? Because you said it's it's hard to measure it in a way. You, you
1: can't you can't yeah you can't count bed nights. Mm. That's impossible. So what we did when we measured, we worked. One focus was also to build a very strong global network with media, with sales, important LGBT networks, organizations, to have them as the, our allies so and also so that was one thing so we measured a lot with media results Uh, how how often and how much did Stockholm show in different media uh, for for the segment but also our partners could see an increase in in uh, business they could really measure that they saw within different periods that they had a lot of uh, lgbt uh, visitors no, that's great. And, and, and also what we did was to, to really promote Stockholm within the, the, the global network was that we were pitching for, diff- because there are always different, you know, you are awards. So we pitched for a lot of awards to be the best gay romantic destination. And, and uh, we won the LG- British LGBT award, which is all LGBT people, can vote for their best destination and we were competing with paris with uh, miami you know big big uh, destinations um, and stockholm won so we did that we had a lot of awards that we can show that that stockholm is really visible and people really want to go there
0: yeah and you, you got the uh, the feedback from actual uh, actual customers yes. that yeah that's great that's fantastic think are the 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 main reasons that you've been so successful what have been those highlights that you you think that has made this project so successful
1: i think that stockholm from the beginning you know when in in 2005 when uh, lgbt promotion was actually more gay promotion towards the gay community with uh, guys with bare breasts and you know quite muscles for the advertising We didn't do that at all, you know, with all the rainbow flags and stuff. We started out with black and white advertising, uh, having beautiful photos of Stockholm in black and white. And we realized that within the segment, there are so many segments. And we targeted the lesbian. So we were actually the first city to provide a lesbian guide, an official lesbian guide which we were you know we had a tremendous breakthrough within the lesbian uh, travelers so um, and also we did campaigns like leading ladies and really targeted toward the lesbian and that was i think our biggest su- success oh wow, that's great because we got yeah we got really recognition for that i think we were one of the first absolutely destination that realized that you can't attract ladies traveling with uh, showing off bare-breasted men and and, and just talk about gait rather.
0: Mm, yes, and so what do you think are those features that 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 really attracts? Uh, gay community to stockholm so you know what are the like a swedish and and nordic characteristics that you think that are so attractive for stockholm to be so attractive destination
1: i think uh, lgbt travelers are looking for the same thing as all travelers uh, but also to be safe and what i think with stockholm is the beauty uh, stockholm is very that's what i hear you know for, i get so many i have had so many journalists coming and well, when they talk back with me, it's, it's the beauty and it's also, you know, with the water and, and the green areas and, and, and that it's safe and that it is really open and the, the diversity. We have no such as uh, gay neighborhood. It's very integrated, everything. That is what I get that people really li- like about Stockholm, that we don't have like a gay neighborhood. It's integrated. They feel very welcome. We have also targeted a lot of same-sex families because it's, to some destination it is a big problem or, or it's more difficult to travel as, a, as a two, two moms with the kids or two dads with the kids. So we have targeted a lot of, of the families. And, and their experience is that it's, it's very integrated, it's very safe and it's beautiful. And, and, you know, like either you travel and you're super interested in eating good with good food or you're super interested in culture or just have a short city break and and do the most and, and and that's exactly what lgbt travelers also want to do and i think you know as i said in the beginning it's it's a big difference to say that you are gay welcoming or to be a part of the global lgbt community
0: mm, yes i studied your the website which is uh great because for example it uh, talks about uh, the gay friendly hotels and restaurants and gives lots of experiences and places and things to do which is it which is like really targeted nicely to gay community so uh, you've done a great job now you said that you run the project about 10 years first for the city of Stockholm yeah
1: exactly for the city of Stockholm the project ran for 10 years and we were uh, very successful I mean Stockholm was in the end, we were between five and, top, between five and ten top destination in Europe uh, for LGBT people to visit. We, we, we didn't target the whole world. We have, you know, with the budgets, you have to, to be specific what kind of uh, the markets you want to work. So our main markets are uh, and was UK, Germany and the US, uh, UK, because that's our major markets for, for Stockholm in general, so to say they decided to uh, for different reasons to close down the project so um, I stopped working and I did for two years I did I studied I wanted to start to work with fundraising but then the Stockholm Gay Community and also my old partners saw that Stockholm was you say declining wasn't visible within for the the segment and you know to be relevant you have to be out there talking and 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 uh, working with with, uh, the ones you want to attract. So in 2018, I founded, um, uh, together with the gay community in Stockholm, uh, a new project, next level uh, project, Stockholm LGBT. And most of my old partners uh, joined, you know, hotels, restaurants, attractions, uh, also the gay community. That's crucial, I think, to work with the gay community, to have them in the back uh, to work with because even though not everybody travels for big uh, pride events, you know Stockholm has the biggest pride event in all of the Nordic countries uh, and it's the biggest yearly event in mm. Stockholm actually counting two people so you, you have to have them because maybe you want to product develop, have new things to offer it, It's it's not that everybody's coming but it's really a, a reason to go that they know that you have events specific targeted for the segment so we started and um, you can say that we are the rainbow family in stockholm and we are working with promoting stockholm towards the lgbt uh, community but also you know for all for because allies and families and friends are very very important also to be part and work with
0: Oh, that's great. And so the project is going strong. And of course, because of the COVID now, everybody is, everything is a bit on hold. But uh, I'm sure when after COVID, things will pick up again.
1: COVID, because it's interesting, we had, we are running this project two-year period. And um, this was a new period, a new two-year period, because we had run 2018, 2019, and now we started again. For two years with the Stockholm LGBT project. And we had set, of course, a marketing plan, you know, with plans on how to work with sales, how to invite media and everything. And we have to revise, like everybody, our whole marketing strategy. So instead of bringing media into Stockholm, as we have been working so for many years and we have this strong network, we got our o- old friends within media and ambassadors to reshare. Everything that they had done in Stockholm, we had them to make like tell why they missed Stockholm so much they wanted to come back to stockholm and and that was uh, you know it was like ten different uh influencers from different parts of the world that really reached really so so we have to work with them in another way we haven't stopped marketing stockholm, but we we really have to see new ways in
0: working mm, yeah no it's fantastic so what would you say that out of all this, uh, what has been your greatest challenges and obstacles throughout this project? The, the greatest
1: challenges is to build a partnership. It's it's a challenge to have partners that are also are dedicated uh, to and commit themselves both with budgets and but also with time because it takes time to you know to to be on the scene and and be on the market be part of marketing strategies and communications. I think that is the big thing, to, to build very strong partnerships and to get your partners to, be, to understand the things that I said in the beginning. It's where people are traveling from, not where they are going. That is why it is so important to do sensitivity training. Really tell the LGBT travelers out there that you are here and you support and you understand what their preferences are. I think that's, that's a challenge to build that strong network. Today, I mean, there are so many destinations targeting this segment because it is an affluent uh, segment and, and uh, there is a lot of business to, to get. So the competition is super hard and, and working against markets and, and cities like Madrid, Paris... Big cities that have you know a, a huge amount of money and budget to work with. That's, that's a challenge, of course. I am happy because when I, we started this new project uh, like, that I founded with, with the Stockholm gay community, visit Stockholm, realized that this is important. So they are actually today supporting this project and are my biggest partner in terms of economy and, and commitment. Mm,
0: that's great. If you think about niche destination and marketing and niche marketing in general, so some those destinations that want to develop something similar, what, what kind of advice you could give them for, for them that, you know, that how can you make something so successful that, that, you, that you've been able to make? So what, what are the main things that they should focus on? The main thing is that you have to be a welcoming
1: destination. Uh, you have to respect people for who they are work with the gay community I think that's crucial uh, you need the, the network you need to understand how the gay community in your destination works what, is, you know, what are the major things that is going on maybe to look into something that you can work together with to develop some new events also it's important to give back to community that's important. Uh, I think that's, that's crucial. And to understand where people are traveling from, not where they are traveling to. Not being, you know, self-conscious that, you know, we respect everybody and we, we are lucky to live here or have this destination. You, you have to understand where people are traveling from. Uh, and also, I think it's important to offer for your, for your uh, partners or the network uh, education. Have education, you know, to learn because every year we have, like, you know, we invite people to talk from all over the world. You need to know how does it look out there? How is the situation? What, is, what are the trends? How is it? How can you feel your clients more comfortable when they are doing checking in? or, or uh, it's, it's small things, but very, very important. It's about actually it's about it's about who I am not about the people that are coming. You have, you have to really look into yourself.
0: When you think about Nordic thinking, how would you define that, how, in your opinion, Nordic thinking uh, is kind of different than m- maybe in most of, uh, or many of the other uh, Western countries? What do you think in su- some of the ways that Nordic's things are differently different?
1: I think that we are, I think we are brought up to be, uh, have a lot of, Uh, responsibility on your own you are part of a society and you are part of a society but you are also responsible for all in the society you know we are we have we are lucky we have you know we can have the freedom to roam around we have a lot of nature but we are also responsible to keep that nature clean and and to see it's like a more a very sustainable way of being brought up i think you are part of a society, but you have a big responsibility for this society to be able to deliver what you want. I think also, actually, that is why this COVID thing that we that you can put on all inhabitants in Sweden. It's your responsibility not to spread the, the, this disease. You have to take responsibility. And of course, we have like a social security that could, could manage for that. But... Um, uh, and 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 also this with that we are human rights is very very important we res, you have to respect people for who they are no matter what kind of religion what kind of sexual orientation what kind of from where you are from the world what kind of color on your eyes or or whatever it's it's um, i think that something that it's deep rooted in in most of us yes yeah, diversity
0: yeah i definitely uh, agree accru- yeah diversity uh, exactly you said that you got great results and great awards and many of the awards. What all, all this with this project you can work with? So, what's the next uh, phase or so next two to three years? How do you see this project to develop? And what are are there any any new things coming up? And what what are you what are you working on now?
1: For for this project, what we had in plan for this year was to really because we have been working a lot with um, media, you know, to put. Stockholm back on the map and to really show our partners and to build up our website with these inspirational uh, texts and stuff like that. And, and we really got a, a big ba- breakthrough. Uh, so, we, so this year we had, um, and we've got also, you know, requests now from the sales, from, from uh, yeah, agents to have, you know, to more package, how can we sell Stockholm? So our the big change this year was really to target also the sales, not only the media and spread the information. Uh, which we it's, it's, we have to rethink for this year, but but I think that is more to facilitate bookings for to come to Stockholm. I think that was one major thing, and also to still uh, continue to focus on families to, to to attract families because Stockholm is a very good, also very good city for 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 all kinds of families. I mean, there are so many things for kids, and and uh, so I think um, that was also one thing that we really wanted to extend and work harder with more with lgbt families
0: yes people who now uh, from the gay community or anyone really who wants to travel to stockholm where can they uh, go for find all these fabulous information things to do and see and where to stay etc
1: i think our website stockholm lgbt.com is very very good because you have you can, it's, um, it presents all our partners, of course, with, so you can have direct links and book directly with, with uh, different hotels and, and find out about restaurants and stuff like that, but also with the inspirational text uh, from different themes. What can you do? What can you see? Who can you contact? So, and There are also B2B pages uh, to, to get in touch if you want to either cooperate with us or uh, if you want to do bookings.
0: Great, right. and you. I saw that you uh, there's also Instagram page, Instagram page for yeah, for you, and exactly. so you're also very strong in social media.
1: That is our communications channels, Instagram and Facebook, of course. Uh, but we work so mu- very, very closely with both influencer and traditional media uh, within the LGBT, and also I think it's important to, not only to focus on LGBT media, but also to be visible uh, for the lgbt travelers but in mainstream media
0: yes yes of course well congratulations for your absolutely fantastic project and let's hope that uh, we will go back to well this new normal and we can start traveling again And, and i'm sure that there's also a lot of people from from australia and from this this side of the world uh you know would love to visit stockholm very soon
1: we have it, Australians coming before COVID anyhow, uh, but the, it's um, we want to have more people from Australia. It's a lot of Swedish people traveling to Australia, especially when you uh, have finished school and you want to do like, it's very common by young people in, in Sweden to go for a year abroad and, and travel around. And there are so many young people going to Australia to work and to, to visit for a year. But I suppose you have met them. <laughs>
0: Yes, so let's hope that uh, the borders will open again and yes. we can all travel very soon. But thank you so much. It's been really interesting to learn about uh, this project and uh, you know, how you really have been able to develop this. Stockholm is a great uh, destination for the LGBT uh, community. So congratulations once more and uh, hope you have a, a fabulous weekend also there in Stockholm.
1: Yeah, the same to you, Sato. Thank you very much for letting me have this opportunity. Really, thank you.
0: Don't forget to hit subscribes so you don't miss any episodes. And if you enjoyed this podcast, I would appreciate if you would leave a quick rating and review. You can also find Nordic Insights on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you for listening. Voi hyvin. sopra. Take care.